Hi guys, welcome to Ashley Young, the podcast. My name is Ashley Young and I am so incredibly excited to have you guys here with me along this journey. I do actually trust and believe that it will indeed be a journey. So here's what you can expect. We are going to discuss having a Christ-centered life, wholeness, and business. Now listen, I know that is such a wide range of topics to discuss, so here's what I want you to do. I want you to grab your notebooks, grab your tissues, grab your armor, and for some of you guys, you might even want to grab some hangers because you've been carrying and wearing your armor for years. So subscribe, subscribe to whatever platform you are listening to this podcast on, whether that is Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, or maybe even YouTube. Go ahead and subscribe. You can expect a brand new episode here every Wednesday. So get strapped in, find a cozy spot, turn up the volume, and let's get started. Y'all, <laughs> y'all, 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 this episode right here, as you can see from the title, we are talking about how to deal with rejection in your everyday life. Um, I have to say, this episode, I I kind of got my butt kicked a little bit. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I got, this past week and a half has been a trying week to say the least. Um, But it's been super awesome. Even to have this platform, um, it's super awesome to be able to share real time. Most of the the things that I've discussed thus far has been uh, past experiences and me sharing how I got over those experiences and kind of unpacking and helping you all live a whole life. Now, here's where this episode comes in. How do you maneuver on a day-to-day basis, right? So oftentimes when people go through their wholeness journey, they do that alone. They do that in an isolated environment. And what I mean is, yes, you do have community, which I, I always, always recommend that you have community when you're on your wholeness journey but oftentimes even within that community you are dealing with the grunt of it alone it's just you and god you and your counselor you and your therapist you and your coach you guys are dealing with that alone and you just kind of have your community to fall back on you don't you your community is really used so you're not in your head a lot right but um even with that wholeness journey because most of it is you unpacking and you doing it alone, a lot of the people that you're even in communicate in communi- community with, they're not always people that are going to be in your life forever. So when you're learning how to deal with people who are in your life, who plan on being in your life forever, even just meeting new people, you you gotta you're kind of testing out. Okay, do I really know what I thought I know? <laughs> do I really know how to handle myself in these settings? And y'all, let me tell you, I got tested. <laughs> I got tested this past week and a half, um, and I don't even. I'm not even going to dive into that, but uh, dealing with 
rejection and abandonment those two I like I call them spirits depending on you know what realm you're in um there could be wounds you know whatever language you want to use for them but dealing with both rejection and abandonment they're kind of similar they're very similar they go hand in hand um and you I, I think it's important for you to know where they stem from why do you deal with rejection why do you have abandonment issues most often it is parental right so somewhere along the line your parent fell short or somewhere along the line you felt as if they should have responded in a different way Um, that doesn't necessarily mean that the way you feel is correct but those are your feelings right oftentimes Our feelings are one-sided, which is completely fine. I think it's super important for you not to, not to reject or diminish your feelings because they are one-sided. Learning how to communicate helps in that a lot, but um, oftentimes what we feel is one-sided. So we do feel something, but even your parent has another perspective, right? They kind of have hindsight. So not only are they they're parenting but they're also head of household they're also um you know dealing with self so oftentimes what we feel is one-sided but um i think it is super important for you to know where these issues stem from where is the root of this issue for me personally it is parental um and for the sake of this episode we aren't going to dive into uh, what happened? We're more so talking about how to handle yourself in your everyday life. So, number one, you do want to know where it stems from. Number two, I think it's super important for you to be able to identify someone who deals with rejection and abandonment, even if they can't articulate it. And sometimes they can articulate it. They just don't like you guys just haven't reached a point where you have that open conversation. But you want to be able to identify it one in yourself. And you also want to be able to identify it in other people that allows you to extend grace. Oftentimes when we have communication, when we communicate with each other, right, we're having dialogue and we're, you know, being vulnerable and we're sharing how we feel. Oftentimes, if you're not a whole person, you can take the context of what is being discussed personal. I'm going to be honest, guys, 95% of the time, it is not personal. 95% of the time, it is all based on feeling. I feel this way. What you did made me feel this way. Because of this, I have this emotion. Like most of that stuff is not personal. So learning how to properly communicate is going to be vital in your everyday life, right? So take self out of it. When you remove yourself, it kind of helps you not be defensive because oftentimes, especially we learn this as a child, oftentimes when our parents are, they're talking to us and they say, well, you did this or your teacher called me this, you're, you're looking to defend yourself. You're trying to plead your case. But as you grow, you learn that I don't always have to plead my case, especially when you have healthy people in your life. When you have the right people in your life, they're not attacking you right? You guys are just communicating. You're conversing with each other. So it should never be the person that you're communicating with is attacking you. Now, if they are attacking you, still, you have to learn what your boundaries are, right? You you have to, it's so important that you know 
who you are. I heard something over this past weekend, not even this weekend, uh, Monday. I went to this meeting and I heard something that was so powerful. He said, the person who is equipped with hardcore facts about self is a person that can win any situation. I wrote that down in my in my notes in my phone. I thought that was so powerful because when you know who you are, right? And you have hardcore facts. I know who I am. I know who God says I am, right? When you not only when you not only can recite what God says about you, but when you truly know what God says about you, when you have the facts of who you are, you can win any situation, right? No situation is a loss. So I think that's super important. But how how does rejection reveal itself? Number one, people who, and I'm going to go through, let's see, how many do I have? Three, three types of people. Number one is a person who pushes others away. You have, sometimes you have people and I, I feel like we either, A, we were, we were this person at some point in our lives or we are this person or we know someone who is this way, right? So think about all three of these. Either A, I am this person, B, I was this person, or C, I know someone who is this way. So the, fir- the very first person is someone who pushes others away before that person has a chance to hurt them. So whether that's uh, friendships, romantic, um, family, you push people away before that person has a chance to hurt you. Oftentimes that is a root of rejection. At some point you either were abandoned or you experience rejection in your life. So you're like, you know what? I never want to feel that ever, ever again. The second person is a person who oftentimes chases after people who aren't choosing them. One of the quotes that I've recently been kind of meditating on is choose what is choosing you. Choose people who choose you back. And and I feel like oftentimes for men, men do this a lot, right? They have this mindset that I have to chase the girl, right? Because they are the ones that, that should pursue. But there's a difference between pursuing and chasing, right? You should, even when it when we talk about your goals and your dreams, you shouldn't have to chase your dream. You shouldn't have to chase down your goal, right? The, you should be pursuing what comes natural to you. You should be pursuing a goal, right? You shouldn't have to chase it. That's you creating something that doesn't necessarily exist. And oftentimes you end up hurt. So Choose what is choosing you. So that second person is a person who often chases people who aren't chasing them back and they almost reject people who are choosing them. And that often comes from, let's say we're dealing with someone who deals with parental rejection somewhere along the way, let's say their father abandoned them or rejected them at some point in their lives so they feel like they always have to you know it's like well maybe if I was doing this he would have chose me or maybe if I did this if if I were this person they would have stayed so they they're constantly in a in a state of chasing after someone someone because they believe that their love should be worked for love honestly guys Love is not something that you should have to chase. 
you shouldn't have to chase down love. Love should come to you. Now, you do have to work at it, right? You have to nurture it. But I'm talking about people who chase down what is not choosing them and they reject the thing that is actually choosing them. It's almost as if they can't really see it. They Because it comes easy, they're like, ah, this can't be good. This can't be for me because it's coming too easy. This is too good to be true. So that's that second person. The third person is, and, and keep in mind, guys, you can be all three. You can be one. You can have a combination of, you know, a couple of different ones. Like, it's not one size fit all, but these are just some basic you know, basic examples. Now that third person is someone who walks in false humility. Uh, And oftentimes that word, and we're going to get into that word, humble, (laughs) be humble. We're going to really study and break down that word in, in later episodes. But a person who walks in false humility, that often looks like, uh, like this, like say you have, um, Let's use myself as an example, right? I I do a podcast. I have a podcast. If I want someone to listen to the podcast and deep down inside, I feel like this is a great episode, right? In my heart of hearts, I believe this is a good episode. I studied. I know God approved this message. I know I did my thing on this episode, right? But I'm going to present this to someone as if this is what I'm going to say if I'm walking in false humility this is what I'm going to say uh you know it's it's not really that great but you know check it out why am I doing that don't why like why are you why are you diminishing your craft to make it digestible like that's a person who's somewhere along the way dealt with rejection or abandonment that if if I kind of make it seem like it's not that great no matter how they feel they kind of have a mindset of well you know you know it's not going to be you know it's just a project he's working on or it's just a project she's working on it's not really professional no I'm an expert like I think we need to have like sometimes we feel like we're honoring God if we do that we do not honor God when we say stuff like that. When we when we have a God-given gift or talent, we are not honoring God when we present it as if it's not that great, right? We're, when we do that, we're feeding our own self, right? We're protecting ourselves when we do that. But we are not honoring God when we present it as if it's not that great. No, you need to, you need to hold your ground and say, hey, I believe it's great and I hope you do too right? Not, uh, you know, it's not really that great, but check it out. No, I believe this is an awesome project and I pray you believe it's it's just as awesome. You got to really change and really stay conscious. I think that's a better way to say it. Like stay conscious of what you do, how you speak, how I respond. I think it's super important on your wholeness journey to be conscious, right? You want to be conscious, So let's talk about where I currently am on this journey. I'm a person who I've I've done a lot of work and and the work has been years. I've, I've done years work of work. So I am aware that I have dealt with abandonment in my past. I have dealt with rejection in my past. Now, how do I protect myself from these things? Um... I think it's super important for you to learn 
how to respond and not react, right? I think that's important for every everything in life. We need to learn how to respond and not necessarily react all the time. So I think the very first thing in your day-to-day life when you're dealing with something that you're like, ouch, that kind of hurt. Like this is kind of making me feel rejected or this is kind of like, you you know, whatever whatever it is that you deal with. One, you have to communicate. That is... Honestly, that is the catalyst to everything, communication. We have to learn how to communicate and not even like know how to communicate, but actually communicate like you want to communicate in that moment like, hey, and this is and, you know, it, it's, it's definitely different if you're in a professional setting. But for the sake of this conversation, we're talking about close friends, close loved ones, romantic relationships. We are talking about people who are close to you. And oftentimes, honestly, guys, you really only feel these things when you're dealing with people who are close to you anyways, right? You don't necessarily care about, you know, your coworker. You know, I might lose that job tomorrow. Who, You know, I never will see you again. You're oftentimes, more often than not, you feel these things when they are in close proximity to you. So number one, you want to communicate. You want to say, and this is the healthiest way to uh, deal with this because we can't, we cannot always avoid feeling certain emotions, right? We can be aware that they exist and we can live a life that protects us from ourselves. So you're you're not always going to be able to avoid feeling this, right? You can't say I never want to feel pain and then never feel pain. Unless you stay under a rock or something, you live under a rock, you're going to feel pain. Like things are going to hurt your feelings. Your your heart is going to be broken at some point, right? So you're not going to be able to avoid these feelings, but we're talking about what to do when you feel these feelings because there is a difference between feeling it and you rebuking that feeling, or you can feel it and allow that feeling to swallow you up, right? So we want to make sure we're living a life that is not, our feelings aren't swallowing us up. So communicate. You want to communicate, hey, when you did this, I felt this way. When you said that, I kind of, you know, it it, kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. You want to be able to communicate real time, real time, right? Because when you don't communicate real time, things fester, right? So communicate it when you actually have the language for it, right? And you want to get to a point where you're learning, hey, I feel this, ouch, it hurts, it doesn't feel good. And you want to start unpacking that right away, right? You don't want to continue to sit in it. You want to start unpacking it right away. What do I feel? Why do I feel this? What happened? What changed? Like you want to be able to do that so you can communicate and enjoy the rest of your day, right? Oftentimes, something might happen at 8 a.m. and then your whole day is ruined. That should not happen. That should not happen. So communicate. Now, I will say communication works best when you are dealing with someone who is whole, right? When you are dealing with someone who, A, can listen to you, they can hear the words you're saying, and they're in a position to listen and not defend. When you're dealing with someone who wants to constantly defend themselves, you almost feel like, dang, I cannot win. And not only are you feeling these emotions, but they make you want to crawl up under a bed somewhere. Like you want to crawl in a corner and just 
disappear. So I will say when you're dealing with this real time, it does help when you're communicating with someone who is already whole. Now, we can't determine, you know, where someone where someone is on their wholeness journey. That's not up to us. Uh, but we can determine how uh, how we respond. So if communication doesn't work, you want to be able to reposition yourself. This is something that I heard while listening to a podcast and I thought it was so awesome because we're in a culture where we throw around the word toxic a lot, right? Toxic, toxic. Oh, that's toxic. You're toxic. I'm toxic. Like that word toxic is just floating around, you know, I feel like people are serving it up like cookies or something. So when you're dealing with someone who is toxic or maybe you are toxic, right? When when toxicity is in and I don't even know that if that's a real word, but we gonna roll with it. When toxic behavior is in the equation, the best thing you can do, and this is a rule of thumb, honestly, for just life in general, right? When you're meeting someone new, you want to pay attention to how you feel when you're in their presence. How do I feel when I am interacting with this person, right? It can be in person, it can be over the phone, you know, whatever. How do I feel when I am interacting with this person? This is super important because oftentimes we feel pain and we ignore it. We feel things that do not feel good and we ignore it. And I think, honestly, guys, that comes from just over years. We kind of teach ourselves that. We're, we're in a culture that teaches us, hey, everyone feels that way, so get over it, right? So we feel like, ah, it's normal. Like, you know, it, it, these things are not normal. You do not have to feel pain to be someone's friend, right? You do not have to feel pain to be in a romantic relationship. Like, you can have healthy friendships and shout out to my friends because I feel like I have some pretty awesome friends where we're all kind of doing the work the work looks different for all of us but we're doing a work and we're, we're definitely conscious of how we speak to each other how we respond to each other I think that is so super dope and people don't have that so shout out to the people who are in my community but you do want to pay attention to how you feel when you're interacting with this person. And if it does not feel good, scale back. Scale back. This is something that can be super hard to do. It's super painful, especially depending on, you know, the nature of the relationship, how close you guys are. But you have to decide what is important. What is important to me? Is my wholeness important or is this relationship important, right? And is self important? Like oftentimes we don't prioritize ourselves. So pay attention to how you feel when you're interacting with this person and adjust accordingly. And the neat thing about that is with you adjusting, if that person is meant to be in your life, guys, I promise you they will be. Right. So whether they can adjust with you and recognize what's going on. And honestly, guys, if this person is important to you, communicate Prom like guys communicate. We cannot expect people to read our minds. And it's unfair. Right. It's unfair for you to scale back and adjust 
and not communicate what's going on. Like, and then now you're upset because they don't respond to your adjustment the way you want them to respond. Communicate, communicate out that hurt. Communicate, I'm dealing with this. This happened, like, communicate. I think you owe it to the relationship to communicate. So, um, definitely. So you wanna, you wanna, you wanna be able to identify, hey, I'm dealing with this within self, and this is the root of it, right? So whether it's parental, whether it's a uh, a situation that you dealt with in past relationships, you want to be able to identify the root of it. And B, you want to be able to identify it in other people and you want to be able to identify it in yourself, right? So certain behaviors, pay attention to your own behaviors, pay attention to your behaviors. Uh, Number three, you want to be able to maneuver in life, right? So communicate, learn how to communicate, Um, and learn how to adjust, right? Stop staying in situations that are hurtful and painful. Stop doing that. I promise you guys, if said individual is meant to be in your life, they will be. They will adjust with you and it'll be everything that is meant to be. But if you never set those boundaries, if you never communicate, if you never protect yourself, you're, you're continuing on with a relationship that will eventually be toxic right eventually you're going to reach a point where you explode so communicate you owe it to not only yourself but you owe it to the relationship i pray this episode blessed you i feel like it was uh different it was different but hey you never know what you're gonna get on ayp so i love you guys thank you for listening and oh guys so the next three episodes we're going to be talking about mother-daughter relationships. Um, my relationship with my mother has been uh, a journey. <laughs> I think that's the best word. It has been a journey. So I'm going to be sharing our journey for the next three weeks. Um, two of those episodes, it is going to be just me. But I am going to have Mama on the channel. I think she's going to be, whoa, she's going to be the first guest. So shout out. Shout out to Mom Dukes. Love that woman. She is going to be um, on the channel within the next three weeks. And she's going to be sharing her experience with me. You know, we talked about me being a silent woman. We talked about masculinity. Like, we're going to talk about her perspective with raising a silent woman so i'm super excited about it um definitely stay tuned i've been getting a lot of messages about mother-daughter relationships so i think that's one that we all can look forward to so definitely stay tuned as always i love you guys thank you for listening thank you for tuning in all of my faithful listeners you guys I I feel like you guys don't really know how much I love you all I can do is continue to say it (laughs) but I love you guys so much and we'll talk next week